Okay, okay, what's going on, LBHT crew? B, coach, what is going on? What's good? What's good? Hey, Happy welcome. to be here. Hey, this is your first Wednesday appearance on the LBHT show, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Definitely not yes. last. Definitely not last. Should have <laughs> yeah, been a long time ago, but I kept that, thinking right. I had been here and. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> That's our fault, man. We're, we're bad at inviting people. We still have a whole list of people that we got to bring on here. But we'll get to you guys. Don't you worry about that. We have not forgotten about you. And we have not forgotten about the chat. Oh, look at this. Suge said he's first. Bazel. Everybody be taunting Bazel now in every Bazel, stream. <laughs> what happened? What's up, Bazel? Salute to you. Salute to you. <laughs> Living big with big legends in the house. What's going on? What's up, Reg? <laughs> Living legends here. It says CP3 got that max mm. B action. Oh, man. We're going to talk about that, too. That's breaking news. He got cut from the Suns. B, is is a, is a, is a, is it a one-way ticket to L.A. to play with his, his best friend, LeBron? It, it damn well better not be, but he is not officially cut yet. Oh, uh, I don't know. We'll see. So we'll see. Oh, the stream element bot is running. Do not be afraid, mm. ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Okay, we were not. Everything went well last mm. last week. Okay, we didn't have a night bot incident. Okay, so we, everything's good. Jeremy Miller's in the house. What's going on? Will G, how you doing, my friend? Thanks for coming through. Hendo from the Road Pod, salute, salute. Yolanda, salute. Thanks for coming through. Our brother OTR Mike says, Yo, coach in the building. Yes, indeed. <laughs> what up, Mike? Agent E, what up? What up? Thanks for coming through, my friend. Keenan Ricketts, what's going on? Marco G, what's going on? Says, What's good, fellas? CP Hammy <laughs> getting released. What's up with that? Hey, hey, uh, just Owls here says, What's up, LBHT crew? Hello, Jose, Brodney, and coach. Up, indeed. What up, just hello. And Jay the Six is in the house. Salute to you, my friend. Raven Ron isn't here yet, but I want to give a shout out to Raven Ron, who just uh, retired from the military army, I believe. Um, Salute. Salute. Yeah, 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 yeah. So congratulations to you, my friend. Congrats, man. Um, King ninety five is here. He says free Travis till it's backwards. <laughs> yes, I know. Yes. Hey, he free. I know. He free. He got it. He free. <laughs> yeah, not guilty. Congrats to you. We're gonna talk about that on the overtime show. Oh, look wow, at this. Chris. Oh, here we go. Ferris with the early fifty dollar donation, <laughs> and this is this is this is just listen, listen. He wants to win. All he said was points. <laughs> Thank you, Ferris. Um, listen, if you guys don't know, if you didn't watch the show last week, we have adopted coach's point system. All right, uh, they're all why we invited him tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> felt kind of bad. <laughs> um, there are all kinds of ways. To get points uh donations are, are is a good way to get points but just being active in the chat will get you points subscribing to the channel will get you points also if, if you're thinking about dropping 50 like ferris dropping 50 and you're local go ahead and get you a ticket to the uh the roundup meetup going on august 4th okay here in columbia maryland at bus boys and poets uh that would get you the most points okay yes. So um, if you're if you're thinking about dropping a little cash, uh, put it towards a ticket and make your way there, and it'll be bonus. You get points, you'll get food, drinks, music. We're giving away prizes. Everybody's going home with a goodie bag. All right, we just confirmed uh, uh, something something else that we're putting in the goodie bag from a, a local company over here. So I think it's going to be a treat for for everybody that that shows up. So uh, look and at that. Before we, before we go, what? 
Ferris. Ferris, Ferris always uh, he, ten thousand crew points. Uh, Ferris has. <laughs> but yeah, before we move on, I, I think we should just go over you know some of the uh, other ways that they can earn points. Yes. Um, and you mentioned just watching. You know, being in the chat during the live streams will get you points. Being active in the chat will get you some more points. Uh, subscribing to the channel, uh, subscribing to the Patreon will get you some points as well. Donating gets you a hundred points per dollar. Uh, that's how Ferris got to you know, those five digits there. Uh, but also, you know, we have on lbhtshow.com where we have a newsletter. Signing up for the newsletter gets you 500 points. As they mentioned, the meetup. Uh, buying a ticket to the meetup will actually get you 6,000 points, a little bonus for the ticket there over just the money spent. Uh, we do also want to encourage people to watch the videos, right? I mean, I know everybody can't be here for the live. and We don't do as many videos as some of the other channels as Coach, as, as Rogue Pod, but uh, we, we are going to be giving points for comments on the videos uh, as well as on the community posts. Uh, we also have a post that we do every week just asking for questions for the show questions or topics so if your question gets selected you get some points for that we are doing a trivia question every week and the top three or the first three to answer correctly will also get uh loyalty points there as well a thousand seven fifty and five hundred and you know if you're a little discouraged by ferris and his <laughs> donations there think you probably can't catch him don't worry about it because we are also going to be doing random giveaways for uh you know just all the viewers who, who hit a certain point level so you know just make sure that you are staying active and, and engaging and and you'll be in for that can, can i give an overview of mine yeah absolutely absolutely so, so mine is is not active right now but what mine mine is active during the season so and mine is similar to to what they have so like when the games go on and what i do is you know because i go live during the game um you know and similar to what they do for those that, that donate while, you know, for the live streams and I do it monthly. So starting like when the game starts September one, that's when I go back live and start doing my, my um, loyalty points. September one will, you know, reset it. And from September one to how many months, days, September 30 or 31, 30. how many days it is. Yeah. Yeah. September one to whatever the last day of September is from uh, donations, uh, watching, you know, live with me, uh, super chats uh don't and whatever you get points based off what you do and how much you watch and at the end of the month i give away a prize based off who's number one and i think the first person to win something was maybe will g and he won a ravens blanket and then at the end of when the september august i mean i'm august whatever october we reset i started over yep go back to zero and you get it based off of um how much you watch uh if you donate um if you you know whatever you do to the channel the points go up and i start and i go through however long the ravens play that's how many months we'll do it and once the season's over i I pretty much stop and so that's why i don't don't go 12 months i just as long as the ravens play that's how you know my channel kind of does the the loyalty points yeah i mean yeah like like, like we said we we stole from coach okay so you go to coach's channel you see something uh, similar happening. That's the original. That's the original uh, system. Okay, this is this is the copy <laughs> system. <laughs> but basically, look, you know, we're encouraging you guys to uh, be active in our community, right? Um, I believe Hendo's doing something similar with Rogue Pod. Okay, yes. so we want to encourage you guys, and, and like B said, don't feel like you know if you don't have a lot of money to donate that you can't win anything. Uh, you still have a chance as long as you're yep. being active. Everybody has a chance to win something. So. 
And like like B said, if you with the three questions, you still got a chance to win something if you 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 put if you put the three questions there. Yeah. So you still got a chance. Absolutely. And it's it's a way for us to give back to you guys for you know participating. Yeah. Yeah. Salute Danity. Appreciate you, Danity. Zico Kage in the house. What's going on? Says Jose and Rodney and Coach. What's good, Unks? And everyone in the chat. <laughs> is it yes. is it is it the Grays? Is it the Grays? That's why he called his unk. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Will G said, Yes, sir, coach. The lovely warm Raven Sherpa. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Will G? <laughs> uh, all right, we are streaming live on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, but no Twitch. Oh, <laughs> oh Twitch yeah. changed their rules. They sure changed did. the rules. Twitch is out of <laughs> here. They thought they were going to kick us out. No, you're yeah. kicked out, Twitch. You know what? I, I watch a lot of. Uh, Call of Duty, mm-hmm. and a lot watch a lot of Call of Duty on Twitch, and a lot of them streamers. Soon as they came out with them new rules, they was like, "What's up, YouTube? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what's what's up, Kick?" <laughs> I didn't even heard of Kick until today. I, so, I had a dude Ninja talking about it. And I was like, "Huh, Kick? Okay, let me look that up." <laughs> yeah, a, Twitch burst in the house and said, "All oh, y'all got to get the hell out." <laughs> 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 All right, look, uh, we have a lot of uh, topics to discuss. If you guys weren't here last last week, um, we, there's a new structure here. We're not reading as many uh, as many uh, uh, comments during the stream. Like we'll have little statements where we read submitted questions. We're going to give you a chance to chime in at the end during bonus time. Uh, but we have a lot uh, of topics to get through, so we we kind of want to go through these in a reasonable amount of time. I thought. Things went well last week, and it was going to cut back on time, but we still almost hit two hours, so go figure. All right. What's going on, Keeping It Real? Thanks for coming through. Oh, What's going What's on, up? guys? I enjoyed your breakdown of Munkin's Red Zone efficiency. Oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate indeed. you for watching. Appreciate you for watching. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, we're going to have to, man, if the if the, if the the Heat can win the if they win the finals. We're gonna have to bring the Miami boys on here. We got to bring Coach and <laughs> and keeping it real. Keeping it right here. Yes, yes, yes. Um, all right. So uh, look, we're gonna get started with the show, but first, we like to start every show with the Black History fact, and B has a Black History fact for you. Well, I thought you were uh, answering Marco G here real quick. Are you asking what happened with Twitch? Uh, they uh, just they yeah. they uh, they changed the rules so that you can't multi-stream to any other. Essentially, any other streaming platform while you're streaming on Twitch, they think they're NFL. They 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 can they can just call the shots and, and just say, hey, you got we you got you got stream to us ex- exclusively, or or nothing. And everybody said, well, we'll go everywhere else. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we do have a Black History fact. But first, I have a question for y'all, uh, for you and Coach. Do you know what are the two uh, the, the two favorite uh, ice cream flavors around the world? The top two. Vanilla and chocolate. No, um, Neapolitan. Oh, Jose got his vanilla and chocolate. Oh, okay. Uh, I only say chocolate because pretty... chocolate is my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a uh, vanilla up until pretty recently. Chocolate kind of overtook vanilla. Um, kind of ridiculous to me. I mean, I'm a cookies and cream man. That's myself. it. Like, That's me. Cookies and cream. <laughs> if it ain't cookies and cream, I ain't eating it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, Just if got you, it. but if you are a uh, if you are someone who likes the most boring flavor vanilla you you do have someone specific to thank for that and that someone is edmund albius uh he was a he was born into slavery in 1829 
uh, and I'm going to say, I'm not going to pronounce this probably, but Sainte Suzanne, uh, which is a, a, a town on Reunion, which is an island off the east coast of Madagascar. Uh, like I said, he was born into slavery. His mother died in childbirth, and his owner, uh, you know, kind of taught him some some botany, right? And if you know about anything about uh, the vanilla plant, which I did not, uh, it grows in Mexico and I believe one other place. And they tried to bring it to other other places in the world, and it would not, it wouldn't grow. Like the beans wouldn't grow because the insects left it alone like they didn't want anything to do with it the vanilla vines mm. and so a professor in belgium found out a way to kind of pollinate pollinate the the plant by hand but it was really time consuming and it just you know it didn't produce enough essentially to make it profitable and at 12 years old edmund albius figured out a way a quicker way to pollinate by hand got the vanilla beans growing and made that essentially the number one uh, industry on that island right, for a while. And then France, it was, it's a colony of France, and France took it to Madagascar. And it's still uh, the, one of the biggest industries in Madagascar. They still use Albius as uh, essentially his method because uh, you have to pollinate by hand. And it became an actual profitable industry at that point. And now you have vanilla ice cream, you have vanilla extract, vanilla everything. So you can thank Edmund Albius. And for this Black History Fact, we want to thank Brandon Bazell, who submitted that this week. Really appreciate you, Brandon. Thank you. Salute to you. Salute. Salute. Our guy, E's in the house, is Opalaka, 135th, uh, (laughs) Florida. Oh, yeah, 135th. Yeah. Heat tonight. Yeah, yeah, I I got E. I take it. Yeah, he used to live in in Miami. I actually Uh, got to visit a um, vanilla... I guess farm uh, mm-hmm. in Hawaii this this past summer. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Every every row of plants or whatever they call them had to be covered to protect them because they couldn't get too much sun because yeah. they're extremely fragile. Yeah, extremely yeah. fragile. That's something, man. Um, Manuel says Black History Month fact number two: Shan Sharp never had a proper bathroom until he went pro in the NFL. Huh? Wow. Uh, he said that, but he he had a proper bathroom at Savannah. I'm, 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 <laughs> it was I'm a community you, bathroom, but I'm, I'm gonna let you on a little secret, man. Well, lots of black folks don't have that, right? <laughs> right. Still to this day, they don't have that. Um, yeah, let's see what we got going on here. Nitro, what's going on? Says I see you, Coach. What's good, LBHT? What's good what with Nitro? you, Nitro? Nitro? Uh, and Brent, salute, salute. Thanks for coming through. Uh, and Mr. Shock, make sure I get all the shout outs here. Thanks for coming through. All right, listen, listen, let's 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 go, guys. Let's go. We used to have a set, we used to have a little segment on our audio only podcast called Rapid Fire, right? The and slowest, it was it was it was this, it was our longest podcast. It's supposed to be Rapid Fire. We go through all of our topics (laughs) real quick and we just in and out. And those shows would be an hour and a half, okay? (laughs) But this is going to be Rapid Fire. All right, let's get the first topic. You guys know Chase Young. There's there's um, rumors of him uh, possibly being put on the trading block, which I think that's that's accurate, right? They didn't pick up his fifth year option, Washington Commanders, and uh, of course they're going to listen to offers, but um, I don't think he'll come for too cheap, right? Because he's still young, he's still very talented, and right now mini camp he's looking very good. So um, 
The question is, what's it going to take for the Ravens to get him? Because that's what we're going for, right, guys? And do you want him? Do you want him? Do you want him? Now, I know. Now, this is going to be interesting. Answer that question first. Do you guys want Chase Young? Because now, Coach, now that everybody has gotten, they they just got a little little – Got a little taste, a little taste of the of, of talent on the offense. Now they're ooh, that now, now they're hooked, right? Now <laughs> now, now they're fiends. <laughs> Y'all forgot about defense all of a sudden. Coach, do so, you want Chase Young on this team? So so now I know everybody hates baseball. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna throw the number two. I'm gonna throw your old curveball. Okay. Right. <laughs> I think the proper place for Chase Young. Is with Brian's team. That's right, coach. Oh, to pair right. him to pair him with Brian Burns. Yes, sir. Yeah. To pair um, him with Brian Burns and, and, and make that formidable thing. Okay. Because you it's it's never any good to have one good, like one exceptional pass rusher. Because you yeah. just double that guy. You yeah. gotta have you either have two two good ones or just a, a rotational thing. Yeah. And they and they have two, they have Brian Burns, who's an exceptional guy. So you gotta have somebody on the other side, or you just double him, and then you got nothing. Yeah. And so yeah. we got we got two. The Ravens have two, two potentials. So which could be good because you know Ojabo is a potential and always a potential. So which I think having those two guys that are potentials and not really established, I think that's good because they can they can hit you, and you don't know what's coming. Yeah. And with Burns, you got an established guy, so you need another established guy. And with like with, and you think about with the Cowboys, until they get when they well they do have us they got Lawrence. If yeah. they didn't have Lawrence, you wouldn't hear much about Parsons. Right. You right. got to have two two guys that can get after because you would just double the other. And so mm-hmm. I think Burns would be you know Burns would benefit more from having Chase Young with him more than more so than us. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, all right. Look, and I'm, I don't I'm, think we'll pay him anyway. <laughs> just, just scan, you know that it'd be a rental. You know <laughs> scan through the chat. I look, listen, guys. I uh, I, just just yes or no. Let let me know in the chat for the Ravens. You, would you do you want Chase Young? Yes or no? Yes or no? I'm not gonna pull up uh, too many comments, but I'll, I'll scan it real quick. Uh, it looks it looks a little mixed. It looks a little mixed. I think Coach throwing that curveball really threw people for a loop there. <laughs> okay. Um, B. Uh, before you comment, right? Um, before we go, well, well, let's, let's talk about the Ravens first before we go to the Panthers. But before you comment on the Panthers, uh, I want to bring something up beforehand because I, I was reading some uh comments from Panthers Nation on Twitter, uh, and there's some mixed feelings about that too because they've been talking about that as well. But I'm gonna say yes, uh, bring them right. Um, I look, I my, my first option is still get to get D Hop, he's he's visiting the Titans right now doesn't look like he's quite getting the offers that he's looking for so he's kind of just you know doing his due diligence i think we should still be in on him that's my number one option but um go get go get chase young all right if they're really offering him up um like coach said you want another strong edge rusher i we got some young guys on the team i know uh, i'm not completely you know done with owe I actually like Ojabo, right? Um, I think we might have something there. But Ty's Bowser is the only short thing that we have. Okay. I don't think there's any question about Chase Young other than injuries. Uh, as long as he's healthy, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. So go get the short thing there. That will actually help us 
um, in the secondary since we don't have that number two corner. That would help, you know, um, shore everything up. When you have edge rushers that can get to the quarterback faster, uh, it takes the pressure off the secondary. So go and do it. If, if, if we have the ability to do it, now's the time. We got to be all in on winning the championship now. So what what do you give up for him though? I don't That's know. What, so is it bodies or picks? I don't necessarily mean like an individual. Do you give up bodies or picks? Uh, they're probably looking for picks, and I I give that up. I don't even care if it's a first round to be honest. I don't think he'll go for a first, mm-hmm. but if they ask for a first, I don't, I don't care. Our pick is gonna be low anyway. Yeah, definitely gonna be late. Definitely, yeah. this year is definitely going to be late. Yeah, yeah, give that up. <laughs> You can have the 30th, 32nd, whatever. I, yeah, take that. You know, that's essentially a second round pick. So if they mm-hmm. if they want if they want that, yeah, you, you have that. We'll, we'll we'll take Chase off your hands. And I think they're seriously considering it. In fact, they might be leaning towards it because look, he underwhelmed a little bit because he he he's been hurt like the last two mm-hmm. years or so. Yep. And he'll probably if he stays healthy, he's going to ball out. I don't think there's yep. a question about that. And he's going to command too much money, and he'll be a free agent. They're not going to want to franchise tag him, right? So, you know, they're going to try to get what they can from for him right now. Yep. So, make a decent offer. Yeah, I, I, if I'm Baltimore, I'm not going after Chase Young. Uh, he is super talented. I do agree with Coach that Carolina should be in on that. Uh, the, the the contract would be a little difficult for them. They do have to pay Brian Burns as well, but. Uh, I think it does make sense for Carolina. If I'm Baltimore, like we've talked about, and we, we're going all in, I'm going after Daniel Hunter, who mm. the, the Vikings are taking offers. Uh, they're taking calls on him. You know, Chase Young, he's got all the talent in the world. He's got nine career sacks, right? Daniel Hunter has four seasons of double-digit sacks. Mm. You know, he's had some he's had some injury issues himself. But, again, you know, you know for, for certain he's an elite-level pass rusher you know, when he's healthy. So if I'm Baltimore, that's the direction I'm going. If I'm Carolina, I'm I'm getting Chase Young. I'm getting Daniel Hunter. I'm well, getting Montez be- Sweat. Like who, whoever it is, because uh, Yatir Grossmatos, DJ Johnson, and Amari Barno. Those well, are the reasons. Well, well, I, I was going to ask you because um, shout out to what's that? What's that uh, channel? C three Panthers is that is that the name of that channel? I believe so. Yeah, C three. Shout out to them, man. Um, I, I saw one of them commenting on on Twitter today. He was completely against uh, Chase Chase uh, <laughs> going to the Panthers because because of Brian Burns. He said, "Look, you know, we get him here. You know, first he's he's always hurt. You know, the injury prone thing, which that's that's not really a thing for me." Um, and if he, you know, if he plays well, then you know we're gonna have an issue paying him and Brian Burns. But I don't see the problem there. No, you you have a quarterback on a rookie deal for the next five years. You got to spend your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go and spend the money. And if you think we can't afford both of them, well, you pay the one that's that's better. And if Chase Young is healthy, I think he's better than Brian Burns. And it's not gonna be a matter of of having to pay Burns and Chase Young, it's a matter of, well, we got Chase Young. I don't know what we're going to do about you, Burns. No, they, they can pay both of them. They got rid of DJ Moore. They got rid of Christian McCaffrey. They don't have anybody uh, you know, coming up on a big contract for a few years in the secondary. They can pay both of them. So that that's not really an issue. They may they just may not want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But like I said, you got Bryce Young on his rookie deal. Don't make the mistake that Baltimore made of not going all in during the, those five years. Go and get all of the talent you can acquire 
during that 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 time because you're not going to be able to do it later. Um, okay. Are there any other teams that will be a good fit in you that you guys can think of? Yeah, there's a bunch of teams out there that would be a good fit. Um, the Texans for what they for what um their new coach is going to do and the defensive mind that he is. Yeah. Um, the Colts for what they going. I mean, any of those teams. Well, I would say the Titans, but it looks like from what I've been hearing, when Levis is boo boo juice. <laughs> Even in practice. <laughs> what about as a uh, replacement for Frank Clark in Kansas City? Ooh. So that's one of the teams. I don't, I don't want them to get in better. But yeah. <laughs> there, there are two teams I was thinking of, neither one that I, I want to see. One was Kansas City, because I can absolutely see them doing it. And this is why I'm saying go and do it. If 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 any of you guys out there have reservations about giving up a first round pick, teams like Kansas City will give up their first round pick yep. to get them. Also a team in our division, which I could see doing doing it, is Pittsburgh. Uh, ooh, pairing Pittsburgh. him with TJ. Mm-hmm. I I'll never forget Mike Tomlin going up to Chase Young and telling him, "I never want to be bad enough to draft somebody like you." Mm. He's like, "I don't want my teams ever to be bad enough to where we, we can we can draft high enough to get somebody like you." He's like, "You're too good of a player. We will never you know be that high up in the draft." But if you're available via trade, right. To pair him, yeah, to pair him next to TJ Watt. Mm. <laughs> you guys don't want that either. No, sure don't. <laughs> sure <laughs> don't. Especially now, Morgan Moses still on the team. Oh god. <laughs> well, that that uh, leads right into our next topic. Actually, uh, the Ravens mandatory camp, where apparently we are working out uh, Daniel Falele and Ben Cleveland at that right tackle spot. Hey, mm-hmm. just just talked about that today. <laughs> I, I watched it. I, I watched it. Yeah, and if you guys don't know, uh, Coach does a Monday through Wednesday uh, call-in show. Uh, this week is five thirty. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, is it going to be five thirty for a few it's, a couple? Few it's weeks? five thirty till I. Yeah, it's five thirty for now. Okay, five thirty. Five thirty. Five thirty p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Uh, tune in. Great show. And and what I love about your shows, coaches, man, like you're very informative. You give a lot of. Um, nuance to a lot of these topics right we, we do a lot of hot takes here but you can kind of break things down as to why something's a good idea or why it's a bad idea or, or why it's just hey it's interesting let's let's wait and see but i would love for you to kind of give your take on that situation that b is talking about because you opened the show with that and i thought you, you broke it down perfectly so when when Farley first came out and i realized how big he was and saw him i was like this dude can't move so i like he's not a tackle even though he played tackle you know in college and whatnot, I'm like, he he can't. In NFL, tackles have to have good feet, mm-hmm. no matter how big they are. And he don't have good feet. So I, in my mind, instantly, he's a guard. And then to see, you know, the reports yesterday come out that they moved him to guard to to just to try it and see, I'm like, well, I've been saying this. He's a guard. Yeah. And if he's a guard, put him next to, because and no, this is no knock to Linderbaum, because Linderbaum's a smaller guy. That would be a perfect, you know, marriage. To to let him lay on people with with Linderbaum, you know, as far as his skill set, that would be a perfect marriage, you know, to the for double teams and stuff like that. Just think about, you know, whenever Zyla decides to to hang it up or move on or whatever, a massive Cleveland, you know, with Linderbaum with his his abilities and a massive uh, Falele, that interior right there, we'd be mauling people. Yeah, I seen Falele up close in, in person. He's a, a mountain. Yeah. Yeah, I'm he reminds you of the mountain from Call. I mean, not Call of Duty from um, 
Game of Thrones. He's a giant. And if you can get him on the field and he can he can figure some things out, oh my god. I think left guard would be perfect if he can work that out. Yep. Stanley, Falele, and then you got Linda Baum in the middle. Just keep running to the left. Exactly. 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 Who was that? Who was that lineman? Uh, I I forget. He played for the Cowboys. Um, Nate Newton. It might have been Newton. No, it was wasn't Nate Newton. They used to always talk about him. Uh, defensive linemen always talk about him. How he would let them know that that a a place coming his coming his way. Larry Allen. Larry Allen. Larry Allen. Yeah, Larry Allen. Larry Allen. He said, um. Who was it? It was it was um I think it was like a Giants player. Might it might have even been uh Strahan. He said every time a play a, a run play was coming his way, he, they break the huddle and he started he started laughing and he'd like he'd like choo choo, right? He he like he's like that, that means that means that means, a, that means the play's coming this way and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> I think that was Larry Allen. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's how dominant do you have to be to to know something's coming that way, and the defensive lineman know it's coming, and you can't stop it. Right. <laughs> and for for that reason right there, I know this is a little off topic. That's why Emmitt Smith is not the best running back ever. Right. Yeah. 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 Because you have you have linemen that can do that. Right. Hey, Emmitt's gonna run right behind me. Okay. But you'll be on the ground. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, up next, we've got a uh, pretty depressing topic uh, out of Carolina. <laughs> Matt Rule was a terrible coach, apparently. Uh, today, Tommy Tremble, if you don't know who that is, that is the uh, tight end that Carolina drafted in the third round uh, a couple of years ago out of Notre Dame, who has not – really progressed at all hasn't really produced at all for carolina uh, he did an interview with the charlotte observer and he had this to say about the previous regime he says uh this is the first time that we've really been coached up receiving wise other than us trying to figure it out on our own tremble said in a phone interview with the observer on tuesday this is really the first opportunity we've had to excel in the receiving game and have points and uh, receive teaching points on how to attack this kind of leverage attack this kind of defense before it was more you run it you run what's on paper and you try to make it work and let me take this down real quick and if it didn't work you just try to figure it out yourself uh obviously matt rule is gone uh, along with his almost his entire staff they retained a couple of people but let me ask you guys do you think that uh for a player like Tommy Trumbull, who hasn't really shown much on the field, how big of a difference do you think it would make, you know, with, with that kind of an upgrade at coach? Uh, you know, they have Frank Reich there in there now. Do you think he goes, he could possibly go from what's kind of been a bust, kind of a dud of a pick to a productive player? My, my thing is, so is this a, a shot at Matt Rule or is it a shot at the position coach? I think it's a because, shot at all of them. <laughs> say because in the NFL, yeah. the it, the head coach normally coaches the coaches. He doesn't really have time to give you what what that article indicates. Mm-hmm. The right. position coach has to give you those points. Matt Rule doesn't have the 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 time to give you the coaching points for the position. The position coach does. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. and, and from my knowledge. Matt Rule is a system coach. 
And in college, you can get away being a system coach. So I, 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 I'm not saying Matt Rule is not giving him a pass, mm-hmm. but I, I think that's a, a a shot at whoever the position coach was. I think that ultimately uh, falls on the head coach, though, right? Because... It could. I'm just I just want to put both of them out there and not just say Matt Rule, whoever his position coach was, should his name should have been in that too, and not you know not just he shouldn't get a pass. Too, is what I'm saying. Facts. But, but Matt Rule ultimately falls upon him because. He's the head coach, so you you're right too. But whoever the yeah, position uh, coach was, yeah. he needs to be mentioned in the same sentence as Matt Rule for both of them not doing their job. Yeah, and and you know he's 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 gonna get all the blame too because he puts it on himself, right? Like mm-hmm. I mean, he puts himself out there. Um, he has that reputation now, uh, and in large part because of him. Mm-hmm. He you know he likes to throw players under the bus, and then you know players respond. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater been saying for. For three years, that Matt Rule doesn't know red zone uh, 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 offense, doesn't know two minute offense, um, and people thought he was being salty about it. He wasn't being salty; he was just telling you like it was, you know. Um, and then, of course, Matt Rule gets fired. He's going on this whole tour, uh, trying to explain uh, the situation and what happened and how basically it wasn't his fault. And really, he he had that team in, in a winning position. Like you know, like he's just. You know, I, I just I, the, the slimiest of, of people you you can you can think of, right. right? So having a player come out now and say something like that, yeah, it's going to reflect back on Matt Rule because of all those things in the past. So what it's telling me is Matt Rule can recruit and can't coach. Yep. Because in college, if you can recruit, you can get a, you can win some games. If yes, you can recruit. If I got the best Jimmys and Joes, I can beat some people. Absolutely. Salute to OTR Mike for the five dollar donation. He says, get your tickets now. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Hit that Eventbrite link. August 4th, the Raven, uh, the Roundup meet and greet. Okay, going on at Bus Boys and Poets in Columbia, Maryland. Get your tickets. If you're thinking, if you're thinking about it, if you're saying, ah, you know, let me wait and see, go ahead and put that on your calendar now. Clear your calendar. You only need two hours. Okay, two hours of fun for $50. You can't beat that. And salute to anonymous for a donation says, "What position coach does a player like Tommy it cut out there? Oh, what did it say? Oh, I got, it. I got no, here, I got here. What position coach does a player like Tommy uh, goes under coach because he is an H back? Oh, okay. Oh, what position coach does he go under? Uh, he plays tight end tight and end? some and some fullback that the that versatile. Okay, he'd be the tight end coach. The tight end coach would have to have to handle that. Okay." Because there's no really no no H back coach, he'd be he, the tight ends coach would, would would handle them duties. So, you know, no matter where he lines up, it'd be the tight end coach. Because go. I mean, the tight end is only in for a certain amount of whatever plays. So if they put him in H back, it's still tight end coach. Gotcha. We normally call him the, the sniffer, but it's still tight ends because okay. that's 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 the body. Because really, the fullback is fading. It's really what about five to to ten fullbacks in the NFL now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Baltimore got two, <laughs> right? <laughs> Mason and and Ricard. and got rid of the other one, <laughs> right? Yeah, they were getting rid of Mason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, Mason had a, they. It was articles about Mason the other day. Oh, he had a great. Day. Day. No, I, I meant yeah, uh, use check. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, use check. check. It's Mason, Ricard, use check, the other white. Yeah, and it's probably uh, about four more. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Goodness, you got any more thoughts on, on Matt Rule B? I oh, know the, the, the caption says it, 
Uh, <laughs> and, and you know, and, but to, you know, to, even to Coach's point though, like you can recruit and win in college, like you can do that in the NFL too. Like there's been guys who just had teams that it, it takes a lot more talent. Mm-hmm. A lot more talent. But, you know, you can have kind of caretaker head coaches in the NFL as well. I don't know what Matt Rule thought was going to happen uh, with the the all-college staff that he put together that had no experience working with grown men and, and no no NFL experience. But obviously it didn't work out. Actually, I do know what he, what he thought because he said it. He said that uh, I thought I had seven years to build it. Uh, also, I think he... he... So no common sense over there. I think he he did what a lot of coaches come from college straight into the NFL as a head coach do. They try to get a lot of younger guys that come out of college, guys that they've coached before, because yeah. they think that they had that respect already built in. But a lot of times what happens is they realize that, A, that player just isn't as talented because in the NFL as he was in college, um, and B, that player doesn't really respect you the way you thought he respected you. He just had to play the play by the by the rules because you control his career in college, right? So um, a lot of coaches coming straight from college to the NFL, not building any real relationships, with, you know, because these are grown men. Like these aren't like you know, like these aren't teenagers, right? And they're not they're not kids. These are grown men, and it's a different culture and. It's just a lot of times those coaches don't understand that the first time in the league. I think that's definitely what's going on with Matt Rule. Yeah, it's like that story about Nick Saban, right? When he went to Miami and uh, <laughs> he tried to yell at Zach Thomas and <laughs> Zach Thomas was like, whatever, Nick. And, Nick, uh, <laughs> and, Sab- and Saban packed his bags and went to Alabama. <laughs> so, uh, so up next, you know, I, I don't I think I don't ever want to talk about Matt Rule. For the same reason Dion said he never coach NFL. He's like, right. how, how can I yell at guys that make more money than me? Mm-hmm. This is different. You, you know, well, you know what you can do? You can not yell at them. Yeah. yeah. When have you ever seen Mike Tomlin yell at anybody? That's why he's different. That's why he's my favorite coach. And I know that's crazy to say because he's on a rival team. He's Mike Tomlin is my favorite coach because he, mine, he's my too. A different different level of respect. It, it's 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 it's. The more respect you give, the more you get, yeah. And the more you can get out of people when you when you when you respect is earned, and it's not. And even like like me with with teaching, and and I'm gonna, I'm gonna tie it in. The way I talk to our kids, and the way I see other people talk to our kids, I can say and do different things with kids that's that other teachers in the building can't. Because of the way the respect, the amount of respect I give them, so they respect me way more, and I have a bigger leash to talk to them and joke with them than other teachers can't because of the amount of respect that I give them. I, I talk to them. I don't talk at them. I don't talk down to them, and that, I think that's what Mike does. He he treats them as equals first, mm-hmm. and then he can kind of, you know, work his work his magic with them. He don't he don't talk like he above them. He right. treats them. He treat them, treats them as men first, then uses that platform. Once he get them, you know, get them in a certain space, then he uses, you know, what he needs to do with them. He don't just talk down on them and like I'm, I'm bigger than you because I'm the coach. Right. No, that's that's what it is. And salute to Ferris. Ferris boy, he he won his points. <laughs> Ferris with a ten dollar donation says, "I have always wondered about coaches. Do they like versatile versatile players that can play more than one position?" Or do coaches prefer one player that 
at, at one pro at one position, one player at one position. Todd Gurley say the best. The more you can do, the more the more um, the more valuable you are. Yeah, right. I mean that's why Patrick McCarry is everybody's favorite lineman in Baltimore, right? Because allegedly he can play all five positions. Right. Yeah. He don't play them that well, but I mean he can do it. Right. And, and even if you don't do it at a high level. You know the fact that they can put you in there and not get and not get villain wavered is is a valuable thing. Yeah, that man made that man a verb. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny. Um, there's a lot of people in the chat saying the same thing that we're saying. Like, we're not Steelers fans, but we all love and respect Mike Tomlin. That that says something mm-hmm. for fans of a rival rival team. You know, I, I'm pretty sure they're not saying that about John Harbaugh. <laughs> Come on, Steelers fans. Yeah, <laughs> or Ravens fans, really. Uh, <laughs> so next, we uh, we did get some submitted questions uh, for the show this week. So we're gonna dive into a few of those now. Uh, so we have first up, well, I got Big B. In regards to wins this coming season, who's your pick for most improved team this year, and who's your pick for the most disappointing team this year? For me, it's the Bears and the Chargers. Most so most improved in terms of wins. Yeah. Mm. I, I would I would go with the Bears. I really think the Bears are going to have a you know, especially with Aaron Rodgers leaving that division. I think mm-hmm. the Bears are, could possibly win that division. I know, I know the Vikings are going to have a lot to say, but the Vikings lost some stuff. I think the Bears could could push 11, 12 wins. Okay. Wow. 11 to 12, huh? That, that's, yeah. Mm, yeah, that's, that's a good one, Coach. I'm going to say Houston. I'm going to say Houston. I think um, now that they have the quarterback, you, you, if you watched them, you saw that the defense was already – they're already building towards something there. Um, and they got the quarterback and they got that uh didn't they get that lineman too? They traded back yeah. up to get um uh, Will Anderson. Will Anderson. Yeah, they could surprise a lot of people. Um, and that division it, it, that division is gonna be competitive because you know you got the Colts that got their quarterback, uh, you got the Jaguars that are already a playoff team. But I think Houston can surprise a lot of people. Um I'm gonna go with them. I'm not sure if they'll be a playoff team, but they ain't win too many games. So I mean, mm-hmm. they can they can be improved and still and still uh, not make the playoffs. Worst so, team, disappointing team, disappointing team. I'm going to say the Patriots. Mm. I think they they still. Do we expect them to be a playoff team still? I don't. No. That division is is hard. No, they're the worst team in that division. Mm-hmm. Okay, well I'm wrong then. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna uh, say the Broncos. No, that division no. hard too. That division hard too. Yeah, right. yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the Broncos all only had the five wins. So, I mean, yeah, they got to yeah. they got they had they got to hit yeah. zero yeah, to, be the, uh, to be the most disappointed. This is tough because I, think, I, I don't want to I don't want to say the Chargers, but they they, they are almost they the kinda. obvious choice. <laughs> So. The, other, right, yeah. the other, the other, the other, the other team I was thinking was the Seahawks. Oh, okay. But I like the Seahawks. Me too. So I'm gonna say for the most surprising or most improved, uh, you know, I like the Bears pick. I think that they they are much improved. But I'm gonna go also in the AFC South. But I'm gonna say the Indianapolis Colts. 
who already had a pretty decent roster. Mm-hmm. They were just out there, you know, trotting out corpses at quarterback. But now they've got Anthony Richardson. Even if he struggles a bit, I think they're going to be a, a much better team than they were. You know, they won four games last year. So I can see them getting closer to close to double digits. Uh, in terms of disappointment, I'm going to say Minnesota. Uh, one, especially if they, they trade Daniil Hunter and they cut down Cook and, and, you know, they got rid of Adam Thielen. And I understand they, they got Jordan Addison, but Jordan Addison is a rookie. You're not, you know, you don't know exactly what to expect from him, how much he's really going to contribute. Uh, and if you're putting it on Kirk, I'm going to say you're falling – you're, you're, you're falling pretty hard from that 13 wins that you had last year. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's, yeah, a, that's I, a good I one. I go with you. I, I agree with you on that with Minnesota. So next up, uh, this comes from Kogan. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh. Did you I'm see Hendo's choice? I did not. <laughs> I'm the Panthers. That, that's the most improved, right? No, yeah, right there with you, Hendo. Uh, <laughs> from Kogan, here, how would y'all feel about bringing back Yannick Ngapwe? I'm cool with it because yeah. it's a different, it's a different scheme. We're more, we're, we're honestly more of a four-three scheme, which would fit him more. So I'm, I'm, but not necessarily four-three, but uh, even front scheme. So I think it would fit him more because we do a lot more than that, than that odd stuff, which was not for him. Would have, would have put him in a five or a seven more uh, coming off the edge. So I, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm cool with it too. But, um, you know, trade for Chase Young. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it, it would be fine. I think there there are several places that they should be looking first. Uh, like I said, Chase Young, Frank Clark. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously they missed out on, on Leonard Floyd. He's gone now. But I, I think there's a, you know, Daniil Hunter. Uh, but if, if it comes down to it, then yeah, go ahead. Why not? Yeah. Just not just not just in Houston. That's all. Uh, we have another question here from Big B. Predictions for offensive and defensive rookies of the year. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go. I, I know that you know. Typically, when you have the quarterbacks, they they like to give it to the quarterbacks, right? And you've got three really high profile quarterbacks there in, in uh, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson. Uh, so I think actually the, the, the most impactful or the best rookie is probably going to be B. John Robinson, the most productive, but I think that the award will go to, I'm going to say CJ Stroud. Uh, I want, I wanted to say B. John, but I don't think so because of, uh, Cordell and the other running back they have, uh, what's Algier. Algiers. So I don't think he's going to have the numbers that everybody thinks because I think they're going to have like a rotation. Mm-hmm. I think a receiver is going to get it. Because of the role of receivers in today's NFL, I think it's going to be uh, JSN. Okay. Where did he go? Seattle. Mm, yeah, I don't know if he'll have the the numbers enough playing behind, you know, with, with being behind Lockett and Metcalf in in terms of targets mm-hmm. necessarily. But uh, and, and I think it's tough for receivers in general, just because they you know they like to say, hey, if the receiver had a great year, that's because of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I mean he he's definitely got the talent to do it. Uh, in terms of defensive player of the year, you know, I think everybody had Jalen Carter as as possibly the best defender. Don't think you know he's not going to be making the kind of plays that uh that that you would you would need to win it. So I'm going to go with the easy and safe pick and say Will Anderson out of uh, Houston. I think um I think Will. I was going to go Will too. Will's good. 
Yeah, I got Will Anderson. Uh, my pick uh, for uh, offense is is going to be Bryce Young because out of those those quarterbacks, I think he's the he's the more the the, the one I'm more sure about is going that's going to make the playoffs. Right? Uh, don't know about the Texans. I think they'll be improved. I think Andy will be improved. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs because the AFC is tough. But well, I, I think I think the Panthers will will win the division. Which which one of those three guys you think going to start right off the bat? All three. Of them. Oh, okay. I think all three of them are gonna start. Uh I mean, listen, I I think CJ Stroud and, and Richardson are gonna start. You're hearing a lot of, of really good things about CJ Stroud from their, you know, their mini camps and whatnot, which I mean, you know, it's mini camp, but uh I know damn well Andy Dalton better not see one snap <laughs> at Carolina. <laughs> not one, you know, bar injury. Uh, our last our last question of the day comes from our guy Davon. I think I, I don't know if he somehow kind of intuited that you were gonna be here, but this has to be directed at you. Will Prochet <laughs> be on this roster week one? Davon, come on, man. <laughs> I can't I can't avoid the Prochet slander. <laughs> he, po- he posted that three days ago. <laughs> Bruh. No, 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 no. But you know what? We talked about this uh, Monday on the roundup. For whoever beats him out, they will have bust their butt to beat him out. Yes. Because like we talked about Monday, he, he's going to put whoever beats him will have earned it. I, I, I don't think he's going to be on the roster, but he whoever beats him will have to give their all to because he's going he gonna to turn the knob, the knob up. He's yeah. he going to give his all every practice, mm-hmm. every day, uh, unless he gets hurt. Because he gonna he gonna every rep he gonna go hundred percent every drill he gonna go hundred percent and and if you don't go hundred percent you may be more talented than him but it's gonna show it's gonna show up if you are not giving your all because he's gonna give his all every rep on every play so I don't think he's gonna be on the roster but you gonna have to go all out yeah I think I think this is a, this is a hard no for me I think that if if uh, he wins that sixth spot they'll be like we'll just keep five. They're gonna have an extra tight end. Yeah. <laughs> right, who, can, who can we trade for? Um. I, yeah. He's he's not gonna make the roster, but I think he'll be back on the practice squad. He's still eligible for the practice squad, right? Uh yes, I think so. He'll he'll be so. on the practice squad. That that you know, unless somebody else picks him up, but they'll so keep him around. They'll, yeah, they'll, they'll keep him in the building. And for him to make the practice squad, he's gonna have to catch balls from A B. I think. In the uh, preseason, to, oh yeah, to do well. yeah. And salute to Mike for another donation. Uh, what did I say, B? I said, "Oh, hey, kids, get your tickets now! <laughs> get your tickets!" <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Indeed. All right, so anyone people in here, go ahead and hit that like button. If you're new, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And look, we plug it every week. Okay, sip two tally films. All right, go over Appreciate there. You. Sip two tally. Hit that subscribe button, all right? Coach is putting out stuff daily, all right? He also, he's the reason why we have uh, uh, the Ravens Roundup every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. I know you guys tune in for that. Uh, this is the man that makes it happen, all right? Um, and he will also be here August 4th for the Ravens meeting or the Roundup meet and greet, all right? Mm-hmm. So, listen, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, just, a lot of fun. just got confirmed. Nice little collab for tomorrow. So make sure you go over there, subscribe, turn your notifications on. So when I finish editing it up, 
I'll be there. Just got confirmed a nice little collab for tomorrow. There you go. Nice. There you go. All right, so that is all of the questions for this week. Uh, we're going to move on to the, the topic of the day. The NBA Finals featuring coaches, Miami Heat. Yes. The, the 305, baby. Line. 305. <laughs> yes, yes. Who you guys tonight, coach? What? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Who you guys tonight, Jose? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say this. I think, I think Denver wins tonight. Miami wins the next one. They go back to Denver tied up 2-2. I'm 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 opposite, Jose. I'm opposite. opposite? Okay. Yeah. I think I think Miami wins tonight. Denver wins um, Friday. If Miami wins tonight, I have to I might have to change my pick. I don't think uh, I don't think Denver can handle being down uh, two one. So you thinking if Miami wins tonight, then Miami wins Friday too? Yes. If that happens, I think it's a wrap. Me too. And 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 honestly, honestly, as a Miami fan, I still don't think we can win the series. But if, if what you say happens, I think it's over with. Oh, I think so too. It's it's, it's a mental thing, right? I think mm-hmm. Denver is a is a better team, but Miami is. We know they're tough, right? They're mentally like, strong. They're mentally strong, and I think if they get up on Denver, they will impose their will on this team. Let me let me let me, let me just interject. Let's not give them too much credit for that mental strength, having blown that three zero lead and had to go into Boston in the game seven. Now, they yeah, handled they business. The, they won the game. They didn't exactly handle business. They they lost three straight. Uh, I think that they won that the Denver, series. Yeah, but you're, you're talking about them being mentally strong and imposing their will. That's the exact. They were they were supposed to. They they technically they that was a fluke three in a row. That yeah. tip in they first okay let's let's go back then let's I go mean, to game we six could, we could we could say on, the B. same thing about the first three on, come on now let's go to game six <laughs> Jimmy Butler got fouled with two point one seconds left where mm-hmm. did those point nine seconds come from that they pushed it back to three seconds yeah. Derek's t- Derek's tip in was with point two seconds left I don't think they, they don't if they don't, if they don't put point nine seconds back on the clock. That tip in don't happen. Do you do you do you really want to go back and start uh start debating calls for the whole series? Is that is that what we want to do? Mm. <laughs> I don't think you do. I don't but, think you, so. But you don't have to. Uh, it doesn't look. The thing is, okay, they get you know they got up three zero and then they they let them come back and tie it. But Boston again is the better team, right? They they were the ones that were that were expected to win that in like six. Well, I I I won't kind of refute that. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Milwaukee was the more talented team. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Boston was the more talented team. Miami is showing they are the better team as yes. far as one through fifteen. Oh, there's no the, question. The player, they, the other teams have had better players, except for New York. Right. Um, Milwaukee, I mean, yeah, Milwaukee was the, be- the more talented, but Miami has Miami plays better as a team. I guess I'm saying Miami plays better as a team. Because they're getting getting um, contributions from no name people, right? Yeah. Well, they, I mean, obviously they had the the best coach uh, in in that conference, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. the, and I think that's what's going on. Where you know you have you have coaches that um, they obviously have talent on the team, and they just like I said, it, it was one of those things where they were expected to win, and then Miami played some tough games and mm-hmm. got up on them. And they just unraveled. Yeah, it was a little. It's a little luck in that too, now. 
Like like B talked oh, about Monday. It was a little look. Like Giannis, like that my Milwaukee stuff, that was a little bit of ego. Giannis sat out thinking, okay, when I come back, we just gonna get them all out the way. And that didn't happen. And then Tatum's ankle, that that helped. So it was a little luck in there. I think New York didn't stand a chance because New York was sorry. I, I, I was I thought I was waiting for you to just gloss over them. I know Ferris ain't appreciating that. Ferris, coaches' views do not necessarily represent the views of lunch break hot take. Don't worry about that. Um, I'm sorry, Ferris. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. I'm sorry. I like you, Ferris, but I'm sorry. New York is Miami North. I'm sorry, Ferris. Mm. Well, I think that uh, I think Denver gets to win the night, and then they win the next two as well. And I think Ooh. it's I think it's yeah. going to be over in five. Again, uh, I, I just until we I, Joker is is different, man, and and and, and I'm, I'm I I like my team, but we until we get three wins, I I just yeah. don't see it. It's tough. It, it's tough. <laughs> Here's something that I was hoping would not come up. Uh, but thank you so much for the donation, Chad. Uh, hey, what's up, Chad? What is up with Zion Williamson? God damn. Uh, all right, let's try to keep this as uh, PG-13 as possible. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I, well, I'll just say this. This will be my contribution to the conversation, and then I'm out because I don't really want to talk about this. Zion has his mind on a lot of things that are not basketball-related. <laughs> I, listen, I'm, I'm gonna say Zion ate the wrong a <laughs> Listen, I, let that man live. What's the problem here? What's the problem? <laughs> What's the problem? Let that man live. What would you do when you in your in your early twenties with this is this is this is pre this is pre marriage? Okay? I wouldn't do that. Pregnant porn stars, you wouldn't do that. That's I wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, he didn't get her pregnant. He got he got somebody else pregnant. That's but I think she. Is, I think she is too. Yeah, I think she is. No, no, she was, she was, she was hint. She, she was saying, "I better not be pregnant. You better hope I'm not pregnant." No, no, no. The other girl, I think she is also. I think both of them yeah. might be. One said she was late. Are. Yeah, yeah. Potentially, maybe. 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 Hey, this is... hey, not where's my gavel? As, not as, guilty. As, as Drake said, <laughs> "Never late is better." Listen, you don't you don't you don't get the not guilty when you ain't on the court. All right, you are very that's, guilty. That's that's listen. It's off season right now. Okay, this is these are off season problems. <laughs> it's been it's been off season forever for Zion. He was he was cleared to play in the playoffs and said, you know, no, I'm good." I right. don't I don't hear anybody giving Jimmy G this kind of grief. Okay, he did the same Jimmy, thing. Jimmy G out on that field. Jimmy G ain't ain't performing. Jimmy G was uh, not Jimmy, on the field. Jimmy G took his team to a Super Bowl. I'm sorry. And, and, then, the and, then, and then a conference championship. I'm sorry, where did where did Zion take New Orleans? Man, listen. And by the way, where did Zion take Duke? He ain't listen, never been a winner. Listen, listen. Zion, his Zion. shoes. Bursting out his goddamn shoes on TV. You go. Oh, it's his fault that 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 Puma messed up his his shoes. Like, he makes the shoes or now. Did, or, did, or did his feet mess up Puma? <laughs> listen, <laughs> let the man live. That's all I'm gonna say. Not guilty. Hey, All let me, right. Let me, let me ask you this: Let the man live. He not guilty. You want him in Brooklyn? Yeah, I take him. Yeah, for what? You can have Ben Simmons all day. Oh, is he? Is he even still? I forgot he was on the roster. Ah, he trading you Zion for Ben Simmons. We'll take Zion and job. Ja. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love I love my Duke players, but I don't want that to do anywhere near any team I I root for. 
but it's not because of this of this situation. No, it's, no, no, no. I don't care yeah, about this. Yeah. It's because it's because he got cleared for a playoff game, ran on the court, did a three sixty dunk, and said, "Nah, I'm sit out." Because <laughs> I don't even mind the injuries. Like that happens. That's mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you can't control that. I mean, maybe you don't need as much, but you can't really control that. But when you are cleared to play, and you're just like, "I don't feel like it." I just <laughs> I don't I don't want you around. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, he, he he is getting played, and and I brought up E's comment for a reason because um, you know, you guys might have seen our our last video that we put out talking about game two, uh, how it was shot. If you look in the credits, it says directed by Ilax Lens. That is our guy Eric. All right, uh, he's dope with the camera. Yes. Uh, we did a lot of filming that day. We're gonna be putting out some promos and stuff like that. Uh, it's gonna be well shot. Um, and if you like it, you like the content, you you have that man right there to thank. Uh, and we're going to be doing some more stuff in the future. So, you know, salute to you, E. Appreciate salute, you, bro. E. Salute, E. Salute, E. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah. It, yes, the other things, yeah. This right here, it's funny. We're going to make fun of it. And, yeah, you know, we've yeah. even talked about it. But, look, man, he, he's a, he's a young man. Enjoy it. yourself, whatever. I mean, just be, yeah. you know, be careful. Yes. But I don't care yes. about it. I don't care about it. Oh, look who it is. Popping up at, suspiciously after a playoff win for Jimmy Butler. Money Incredible. making me says this is not March Madness. We uh the worst team did not win uh a best of seven series. Miami is the best team in the East. Yeah, okay. that's that is unbelievably false. I watched the Phoenix Suns get to the finals. Listen, man, they wasn't I, the best team out there. Man, I, I don't even care. You can say who the best team is, who's not the best team. They're there. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, they're they're not the best team. <laughs> the be, the you, best team doesn't always get there. Like, I mean, best best is a word that doesn't really mean anything. Like, it's just something for for people to argue about when they talk sports. Uh, you know, I, I told people that uh, the Giants were the best team that year. The Patriots went undefeated, right? Because there's one goal in sports: is winning the championship, and mm-hmm. the team that wins it is the best team. Listen, let me tell you something. There, there, when, there are there are circumstances though. Listen, when the Ravens won their last Super Bowl, they were not the best team in the league, right? Um, Flacco went on an amazing run. Mm-hmm. He was a Super Bowl MVP, became the highest paid QB in the league, right? And now Ravens fan that I knew will always tell me, "Man, you know Flacco ain't worth that money, right?" And I tell him, "That's right, but he's got a <laughs> ring, and yep. your quarterback doesn't." <laughs> I'm like, yep. He's an average quarterback. Yeah. He's not worth it, and he just won a Super Bowl ring. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Rub it in their faces. Yep. It don't matter if Miami ain't the best team. If they okay. pull this off, they got another ring. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, but I, I was unbelievably upset the year the Ravens won that Super Bowl because <laughs> at the beginning of that year, Coach, literally the, right before that season, we got into an argument about Joe Flacco versus Tony Romo. And I was, I was like, oh, no, I, I'll take Joe Flacco. I'm like, you are insane. You will never win a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. <laughs> that, 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 that Denver game, I was, I was in the basement with B and our dad. And um, I was so mad. Because before that that fluke of a pass that he threw to Jacoby Jones, mm-hmm. he took he tried to run it and got tackled, right? And I'm like, what do you think you're doing? We have 30 seconds left in the game. So they're going back to the huddle, and then he drops back in the pocket, and he steps up, and I'm thinking he's going to run again. Run again. I'm, like, I'm like, here we go. He's going to get hit again. And he launched mm-hmm. up in the air, and I'm yelling. And I'm like, what are you doing? And the, I'm like, wait, where's the ball going? And Jacoby Jones caught that ball. 
I screamed. I ran up the stairs, ran back down the stairs. I just laid on the ground. I was just like, what did I just watch? <laughs> I, just, I just fell on my knees. <laughs> I just fell on my knees. Because I'm like you. I was, I was like, what? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Run! <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe that. And, like, and then y'all were stomping out the 49ers. I had to go cut the power just to give them a chance. <laughs> it didn't work, though. It didn't work. But congrats, I guess. I was in I was in a parking lot uh, watching it um, in New Orleans. I wasn't actually oh, at wow. the game, but we went to New Orleans and, like, set up, like, in a parking lot, maybe, like, a couple blocks from the Superdome and uh, with some bunny ears watching it. And when mm. the power went out, we thought, like, our rabbit ears or whatever had messed up. Not knowing that I actually <laughs> went out in the dome. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for the donation, Mike. Uh, he said, Zion told me to tell y'all, get your tickets now. <laughs> <laughs> don't think I don't see what you're doing, Mike. You're trying to creep up on Ferris with the with the smaller donation so he don't know it. Uh, but it, I don't think it's going to work, Mike. But uh, hey, listen. Uh, he, that's exactly what he's doing. He keeps checking his points. <laughs> Uh, once again, if you're just joining, if you're just joining, I, I know uh, Megan just came in here, a few other people just joining. Uh, new structure here, okay? So um, you don't see us reading as many comments up on the screen, but you know, obviously we're going to read donations. We'll put up a couple of comments here and there. In um, the bonus time, we're going to go get through all these comments and you know answer your questions. Uh, but he said, "I'm selling tickets, bro." <laughs> there you go. Um, but we have a point system going on now. So yes. the more you interact with the show, okay, uh, the more points you get. So watching the show, leaving comments, leaving donations, buying tickets. Uh, all right. Uh, there's all kinds of ways to get points. Submitting questions. All those will Signing get you points. Up for the for the uh, newsletter on LBHTshow.com. That'll get you points. There you go. And like Anonymous just did with the $50 donation, Salute says, I think that play ruined Raheem Moore's career. Yeah, he was yeah. out of the league a couple years later. He was. That safety, too. Oh, yeah, that safety. That, that, um, um, who's it? Who's it? No, not the safety. Um, I was going to say Champ Bailey. That, that hurt him. That hurt him, too, because he got smoked by Toy Smith. Yep. Uh, and Salute to Hendo. Hendo says, I guess Mike uh, want people to get tickets. That's right. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, okay. Uh, oh, so, no. So, so we didn't get to talk about. Um, hold on, I'm freezing up here. We didn't get to talk about um, CP3. We mentioned them at the beginning. Uh, he he's not officially cut yet. My camera messing up. He's not officially cut, but um, it's happening. And he said he plans on playing for several more years. Being Mm-hmm. So, um, is this is it is it finally going to happen? Is he going to uh, team up with LeBron with the Lakers? Better not. <laughs> okay, he he may want to play for a few more years, but his body quit playing a couple years ago. So, I mean, they, you know, they're kind of at an impasse there. Uh, he's not a point guard that's going to take your team. I mean, he he never was a point guard that's going to take you to a title, but he can't take you to the play-in at this point. Like, he's just not that guy anymore. Uh, they need to be focused on getting younger and better and bringing in a dude in his late 30s who is a lifelong choker is not the way to do it. Yeah, he, he don't have enough of – he can he can give you one good quarter. 
which is why mm-hmm. he tried to save himself to the fourth quarter and make the mid-range jump shots. He can't give you full games anymore. And, and his, I mean, he's 38. He, he Man, the dude's almost my age. Yeah. He just can't. I mean, like I, I read or something like some kids at his daughter's school giving his giving his daughter grief saying, your dad ain't never with no chip. <laughs> like, I mean, you ain't got to prove nothing to that kid, man. You played in the NBA for – Pretty much 18, 19 years, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody. You know, Bar- Barkley's having a great after in a basketball, I mean, after NBA career. He never won a chip. That daughter has the easiest bounce back, easiest comeback. Yeah, your dad would never be on my dad's level. All she got to say is, My daddy rich. <laughs> Listen, her dad gets on court with, C- with CP3, he'll look like a, a, a five time champion. <laughs> well, it'll be like like uh, what's his name? Scalabrini said, "I'm closer to LeBron than you are to me." <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact, right? <laughs> That's a fact. Um, I think he does end up in in LA, but I do not think that means that they don't go after somebody like Trey Young or somebody like that. I think they still make a move, but I think he will bring in uh, he, he will bring in Chris Paul in in a rotational role. You better not. The last of the banana boat boys. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, speaking of speaking of rich people, uh, this this story is it's it's disgusting in a way. Should should, should we call this the money segment? <laughs> this is going this is well, this is going to be this is, that's what it is. Right? This is the money this is a money segment. Okay, <laughs> I should have made a graphic for this. <laughs> we got mm. Lionel what? Messi and Kareem Benzema. Before you tell them, before you tell them, I, I gotta set this up because you know a lot of Ra- lot of Ravens fans in here, a uh, lot of Lamar fans in here. But you see a lot of Lamar detractors. You see a lot of people saying, "Hey, the money he's looking for, uh, that's too much money." No players were. I, there's somebody that actually argued with us in the chat. I think he he was in coach chat before too, saying, uh, "No player should make that kind of money, right? Uh, show me what sport a player makes that kind of money." I said, well, they do it in, in the NBA. They make that money in in baseball, and they also do it in soccer, which, which you know that's that's the American American term for football. Okay, um, and this story, uh, this this is this is a great story because this makes this makes all of American athletes look poor compared to these deals. Right? Not not look poor. They are <laughs> comparatively. Yeah. So, so start with Benzema, B. What, what, what is Benzema? Well, actually, uh, hold on. Let me see here. Just one second. Because I have, I have, I, I clipped a couple of things from this article about Messi um, that I wanted to read to to everybody. What, what do you, you, you want me to start with yeah, Messi? Go, go ahead and start with Messi. Yeah. So Lionel Messi, um, he's leaving. Uh, was it the Premier League, whatever league he's in? He, he's he was playing in France. Uh, PSG. PSG. Yeah, PSG, yes, playing and alongside of the one soccer player that I like, Mbappe, Mbappe, Mbappe. yeah, 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 uh, and the one that I like, Neymar, Neymar, that's that's my guy. So uh, it was expected that he's going to sign in the Saudi Arabia uh, team uh, or, or league, right? Because mm-hmm. they're buying up everything, and um, in a surprise move, he decided that he's taking his talents to South Beach, yes, <laughs> to the to the uh, MLS. 
Mm-hmm. They they figured out a way to bring in Lionel Macy, and Macy isn't washed. This isn't a David Beckham situation where Beckham came over and played with the LA Galaxy, and you know he was a shell of himself, but you know still the best player. Unnecessary in that shots at Beckham. Messi, Macy, I mean, Macy just won the World Cup, mm-hmm. yes. right? Like he's still he's he's still on top of his game. So how do they pull this off? Let's let's read this. Well, here. part of it part of it is he took some time off. When he the team wasn't off, and he yes. acted like he thought they had an off week. <laughs> Act like, but go ahead. <laughs> this is from uh, USA Today. Why did Macy choose Miami over Saudi Arabia and Barcelona? That's the other uh, league. Uh, while moved by Macy to Miami had been rumored rumor fodder, such a transaction seemed like a dreamland scenario for MLS and a team that is in its fourth season sits in last place in the Eastern Conference and recently sacked, meaning fired. They say sacked. That's that's always funny to me. Sacked its coach. Uh, an offer from Saudi Arabian club Al-Hilal uh, reportedly would have paid Macy around $400 million per year. Wow. Listen, guys, look, look at me here. Look at me. Look wow. at me. $400 million per year is what they were going to pay one man. Do not tell me, don't ever let anybody tell you that a player that player's getting paid too much or that you're getting paid too much, right? Um, if somebody's willing to wow. pay you, you are worth it. Yes. You are worth it. 400 million a year. I got some more. Not, not over six years, not over eight years, not not Patrick Mahomes over 10 years. That's not that's not 400. 365 days. That's not that's not four hundred mil and, and ten million that's signing. <laughs> <laughs> that's cash on hand. Here's another part of it. It says MLS and Inter Miami. That's the, that's the uh, team uh, that's owned by David Beckham, right? Uh, yeah, it says right here, which is owned by David Beckham, had to get imaginative in an attempt to lure Macy. Now think. Now, okay, I'm, I'm gonna read this and then I got some thoughts. MLS and its broadcast partner Apple offered Macy a share of revenue generated by new subscribers to MLS season pass on Apple TV plus. That's going to be about zero. Yeah. Macy, (laughs) hold on. (laughs) Macy also was offered a profit sharing deal with Adidas per, per the athletic on Tuesday, Apple TV plus announced that it was developing a four part documentary series featuring Macy. Uh, And I don't agree. I think they're going to get a lot of uh, uh, people. I think think, think they are. But, but think about this. Think, think about what that article said. MLS is the league. MLS and David Beckham, the owner of this team. You had the league and the team getting together to purchase somebody. Mm-hmm. Right? That's like that's like the NFL working with the Ravens to get Lamar a deal. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, that's that's what, that's, that's, that's like that's like a, a league in, in Spain getting together. With a team in Spain to bring LeBron over there for a year. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what you do with leagues that you're trying to grow. Uh, and it's funny because I don't hear a whole lot of people saying about the MLS that they shouldn't be doing this. They should make more money before they try to pay players like they do with the WNBA. Yeah. Right? They're going out and they're investing in this league. They're making things happen to bring in viewers, which is how you grow your league. I, I want to read this. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna pull this coming up from Zaul. He says, "Rolandinho was my favorite player. He's my favorite player too." Um, he said uh, he he never made it to the states, but 
having Macy tour in the States is huge for the Americas from Argentina to Canada, Liga, MX, MLS, etc. Uh Rolandinho was a dope player. Uh, I only watched him really in, in the in the World Cup, but uh he was also a player off the field because my man had two wives. <laughs> oh <laughs> and I don't I don't know if you if you saw it when it came up, but we want to say thank you to Ferris for, for the five dollar donation. Oh as well. salute, salute Ferris. I don't know if he had a uh let me see if, had, if there was a I got it here. Uh, tip. Here it is. Yeah. He he's got he's got one here. Uh final offer to Macy from the Saudi Arabia was three years, one point six billion dollars. Mm. Yeah, ridiculous. So um so there's obviously there is no um monetary amount there. This this is how you know this is a huge deal. Uh they they, they didn't show how much money this this could potentially be because um revenue sharing that that, that gets reported quarterly. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm like Danity. What, what have future grandkids? Soccer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I, and this is gonna make uh this next player comparatively sound like a broke boy. But Kareem Benzema, <laughs> he did sign in Saudi Arabia. Uh, and let me take this down real quick here so you can see. $215 million per year. And that on the right is what your entire 53-man roster in the NFL makes. Uh, 225 But again, yeah. you know, American athletes are definitely overpaid. Yeah. It's what we hear. Spoiled and, and overpaid. Okay, they're only sacrificing their bodies every Sunday for you guys, and you think they don't—they only paid enough. Uh, those mm. those players deserve that kind of money. They deserve it. That's crazy. <sighs> I feel bad now. So basically, what what Saudi Arabia offered Macy was um oh, was a football team, and mm. Macy said, "Well." Yeah, but I can own two football teams if I go if I <laughs> if I take this MLS deal. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. That's a lot of money. That's a whole yeah. lot of money. Uh speaking of B, um we're going to be talking more money in the um in the overtime show, all right? Cuz um look at that money burning in the background there. Oh my goodness. You got you got Skipper Shannon with the breakup, all right? Um Shannon is going to go somewhere else to get a bag. You got Tiger. Tiger's looking there, he, you know, because uh, a makeup happened in Tiger's world that uh, cost him a huge bag. Okay? We're going to talk about that on the Overtime Show. So, uh, patreon.com slash LBHT show if you're not signed up already. Um, join that. Uh, and speaking of, do, do, do we want to get a word from our sponsors? Ourselves. Ourselves. <laughs> Let's do it. Yes. 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 <laughs> I've been waiting uh, on that. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com, right below coach, patreon.com slash LBHT show. Uh, we have three tiers five dollar tier, ten dollar tier, twenty dollar tier, lots of good stuff. Um, you get you get points for signing to Patreon too, don't you? Yes, you do. Hey, listen, listen. If five dollars look, five dollars alone is worth the price of admission. Be uh go over the tiers real quick and tell them what they can get. But um, uh, you know, get your get your get your get your coins out. Okay. I know you guys, some of you guys were playing on ordering Grubhub tonight. Save that twenty dollars on, on delivery free. Go down the street, pick up your food, and get you one of these tiers. All right. What we got, B. 
So we got the $5 tier, which uh, gets you into the NFL Pick'em League that we do every season where we give away a custom LBHT trophy. Uh, this past season, we converted it over to a plaque because apparently Hendo needs to shine the brightest. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. And that that like? Did you take it off? I did not take it off. Uh, there, there it yeah, is. Me, me. There it is. We also have the ten dollar <laughs> the ten dollar tier, which will get you into the fantasy football league. Also get you that LBHT crew coin that Jose has right there. Uh, we have a dynasty league and a regular redraft league. In the dynasty league, we give away a custom championship belt. This is uh, last year's belt that went out to Buck. Congratulations to him. We're going to be upgrading the belt this year, so it's going to look different, but you know, keep the same kind of thing there. Uh, I mentioned the uh, coin already. We also have the $20 tier, which is a combined tier for this show and our boxing podcast that we do with OTR Mike, uh, Ring Kings podcast. So you get everything that I mentioned as well as the custom poker set featuring our top 25 fighters of all time. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing a five-part series, kind of breaking down those 25. Uh, so definitely head over there and hit subscribe and check that out if you haven't already. And then we also have the $60 creator tier, which is for anybody who is thinking about starting up a YouTube channel or, you know, even if you're early on uh, in your YouTube journey, we will help you out, you know, avoiding some of the common pitfalls that we all kind of ran into. Uh, we have a strategy strategy session where we kind of go over your channel and community building and content strategy and branding, things like that. We have our collaborators channel where we uh, have links to people that we have worked with, like editors and graphic designers and things like that, so you don't end up on Fiverr. Uh, we have the creators channel as well, where, you know, in the Discord, everybody's in there. You can ask questions if you need any kind of advice or anything like that, and, and it's pretty active in there. Um, and it, also, we will give you a creator spotlight on our shows uh, across uh, this show, as well as Open Mic with OTR Mike and The Row Pod. Uh, just kind of let people know about your channel and and kind of drive some subscribers there for you. All right. Uh, speaking of collaborators, uh, one of one of the people that we collaborate with is Video AI. You've heard us mention them uh, a couple couple shows. Uh, that's V I D Y O dot AI. Okay. If you are uh, getting into this and you know you're doing live streams and and you're trying to uh, repurpose your videos right make shorts and cut up the, those long forms like we do like you know like the, what we're gonna do for this show we're gonna cut up some of these segments so for some of you people that don't want to watch the whole entire stream we're gonna put them up as shorter videos we're gonna make shorts of these and you see them all over the place you see us do more and more of that how are we able to do it so quickly video ai um it's a, a highly intuitive uh uh ai it, it scares me you guys know how i feel about ai this is skynet but you know <laughs> I, I might as well comply with them now but um listen man it's simple simply all, all you do you create an account and uh you can just take the link from your youtube video put it in here and give it about 10 minutes or so and it's going to send you a message saying hey we've generated about 50 clips for you okay it, it happens that fast and i mean they give you all kinds of templates um it does uh subtitles and you know even if it if it's not perfect the first time you go in there and you correct it and it remembers so you know i put deandre hopkins in there it was spelling it wrong at first and uh once i corrected it uh it spelled his name right every time i said the name it is a uh, very very uh intuitive it's very smart and uh, it learns you 
So um, go check it out. You can uh, sign up for free. Um, you get you get 75 minutes, I think. Yeah, 75 minutes a month for the free version. And there's a little bit more after that. So Video AI is where you can go and check them out. Now, we work with a lot more people, but uh, you have to sign up for that 60 dots here to get that list. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. What we got? Up next, we have our combat corner. Uh, we got a little MMA and boxing to talk about. There's a couple of big events this weekend. Uh, in the UFC, you got Amanda Nunes, uh, arguably the greatest female fighter of all time, going up against Irene Aldana. Uh, and Aldana is a replacement fighter. Unfortunately, uh, Juliana Pena, they were supposed to have their trilogy, you know, the rubber match there, uh, but Pena was injured and had to pull out of the fight. Uh, so it is going to be Aldana. I don't really think there's a whole lot of chance that uh, Aldana upsets Nunez. But, you know, that's why they, they have the fights. I didn't think that Pena would win the first fight either, but you saw what happened there. Uh, also on that card, you have Charles Oliveira going up against Benil Dariush. Uh, you know, that's it, a it's a big fight, right? Oliveira is the former lightweight champion. Dariush is one of the top contenders. But it feels... Kind of, I don't want to say pointless, but neither kind one of, of them is going to be neither one of them is going to beat Makachev, who is who is the current title holder uh, at lightweight. Uh, Oliveira is the Brazilian, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, with the with the unbelievably large white teeth. Yes, cleanest uh, teeth I've ever seen. And he he you know he uh, he won that belt, dyed his hair blonde, and became a fashion model. Uh, but yeah, very exciting fighter. Yes, extremely sir. exciting fighter. Uh, but he was he was submitted by Makachev in uh, the second round. Makachev, I thought, lost his fight against Vol- uh, Volkanovski. He got the unanimous decision, but I thought he lost it. But I don't see anybody who's actually in that lightweight division right now uh, really being able to challenge him. Yeah, I don't really have much to add to that. Makachev is is running that uh, that division. Um, yeah, I, I thought I, I thought Oliver would, would, be, would be the closest one, but he he dusted him off pretty easily. Uh, and Darius, I don't I don't think much of him either. Um, <laughs> but but yeah. this, is, this is the problem I have with UFC, man. This is the problem I have with UFC. They run through these matches too quick. So now it's like when you have these pay per views, you're just like, yeah, all right, you know, like you're like, you've already seen the best fight, and you 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 clearly know who the best is, and it's like, where do you go after that? I never thought I'd see any woman beat Amanda. Me neither. So yeah. when I when that happened, I was like, "Up." So I'm interested right. to see how she bounces back. But the other fights on that card, I, it's like, ah. Eh. Well, she already she already uh, won the rematch against that girl. Yeah, they, this was supposed to be the third fight. Uh, I, I think in that first match with Pena, it seemed like she kind of took her took her a little lightly, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and but you know, she did just announce. Uh, back in April that she is pregnant again. So congratulations uh, to Amanda and her wife. But, you know, there's a lot of speculation about whether or not this will be her last fight. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think that there's a good chance of that. You know, I think this will be their second child. Amanda Nunes has accomplished pretty much everything you can accomplish in the UFC. She's been a two-division two champion for, for a while, has beaten uh, – Everybody they've put her up against, beat Cyborg, beat uh, Valentina Shevchenko twice. Even though, you know, there's some people who feel like Valentina won those fights. Uh, I don't know that they're really going to – I don't know that they're going to set up another one uh, with Valentina. Valentina just lost too. Yeah, and especially coming off of that loss. So I think there is a decent shot that uh, this this is Amanda Nunes' last fight. And if you haven't seen her fight 
uh, before, it's worth checking out just for that. Yeah, um, but but you but you have seen her fight. You probably don't remember, even if you're right. not a UFC fan, you have seen her because co- she's the co- one. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was Ronda Rousey was the big female name. Then she lost to um, um, Holly Holm. Holly Holmes, and yes. then it's been it's been Nunez since then, for the most part, as far as the Pretty big name. Yeah, but what? But that's not the fight that retired Ronda Rousey. It was the Nunez fight that retired Ronda Rousey. Yes. Like we we conflate the two because Holly Holmes beat down Ronda Rousey. Don't mm-hmm. get don't get me wrong. Like she yeah. she literally uh, you know kicked her teeth out. Um, but <laughs> but it was Amanda Nunes fight that that got all the memes because mm-hmm. Nunes yes. dusted her know. off. They had the meme. Dust, dust, dusted <laughs> is is a nice way of saying it. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> had her up against the cage, and that's when they 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 made her into Jar Jar. Uh, <laughs> Amanda yeah. Nunes is is one of my favorite uh, fighters of all time, men or women, um, in in MMA. Right. right. I, I would say I would say Spider Silva's my number one favorite, then John Jones, then uh uh Mighty Mouse Demetrius Johnson, and I would probably put Nunes fourth and then uh Style Bender um Adesanya. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and Us and, and Usman is up there too. Like those those are those are my favorite fighters, but Nunes is definitely on that list, man. She she was dominant, dominant, you know. Uh, so, so again, if you haven't seen her fight, definitely it's worth checking out. And the the co-main with Oliveira and, and Darius is a, a very good fight as well. Yeah. Uh, also this weekend, there's a boxing event with Josh Taylor going up against Tiafimo Lopez uh, for a title at 140. This is an interesting fight because you know Josh Taylor is a little bit older, but he and he's only 19 or no. Uh, but he's coming off a, a terrible performance. Uh, against Jack Catterall, a lot that, of people he should have lost. A lot of people thought he lost that fight. That fight was in February of 2022, so he's all going on a year and a half, almost a year and a half layoff uh, coming into this fight against Tiafimo, who, <laughs> to put it lightly, has had a rough go of it recently. Uh, <laughs> Tiafimo in his last fight, it's the fight that we we were live at in in uh, in New York City. He fought Sandor Martin. Uh, the crowd ended up booing Tiafimo. You know, he got a decision in that fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he got a decision against Sandor Martin and only because of Sandor's inactivity. Yeah. Uh, he was outboxing him all night. He just didn't throw enough punches to, to actually get the, the the win on the cards. Uh, prior to that, you know, he had lost to George Cambosis, uh, lost his belts at 135 before moving up to 140. So these are two guys who are really trying to get their careers kind of back on track a little bit. You know, more so on Tiafimo's side. Uh, but it's, I think it's imperative that both of them, this is like a must win fight for both of them because there's not a ton of names in that division. Uh, you got Prograce, you got Catterall, Subriel Mati- Matias has one of the belts. Ryan Garcia is there. who's a, a real big name fighter, but obviously coming off a knockout loss. But well, yeah. right now you have the possibility of Devin Haney moving up to that division who will instantly become the most skilled fighter at 140. Yeah. Uh, and I think both of these guys in Taylor and Tiafimo want to get their themselves back on track before that happens and, and, and a possible match with Devin Haney down the line. Yeah. Um, I, I like the name. <laughs> <laughs> LBH Tally. <laughs> What's going on? Um, 
Yeah, so Roley has a belt right now. Ryan Garcia is trying yeah. to get that. He's it's it's it's, a, it's an actual belt, it's not the regular championship belt. He got an actual belt that he beat some 40 year old, uh, 40 year old quote unquote. That man looks like he's about 60. They they left a zero off of that one, yeah. <laughs> um, but he, um, but Ryan Garcia is trying to make that fight happy. I don't want to go into too much detail. That's going to be on the next episode of Ring Kings podcast. Make sure you subscribe over there. Um, but um, he wants that fight to happen. Um, his promoter Oscar De La Hoya is 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 running interference a little bit, right? He doesn't really want him to, to take that fight right now, and he's fighting with with uh, De La Hoya on uh, on Twitter about it. But Ryan Garcia, if he gets if he gets that fight with Roley, he will beat Roley. He'll have a belt, and that one forty division is going to be very interesting. And tag floats between both one forty and one thirty five. Yeah, I right. think that's going to be a great fight, Roley and and Garcia. It'll be very exciting, extremely very exciting. Like that. Yeah, they're they're they I don't both think it's going to be long, but I think it's going to be a great fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll say this: I don't think that Ryan will have uh, trouble landing his hook on Roley. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Engraver. Engraver says, "I'm about to try and play soccer, though. If they get in 400 mil per, let me get vet minimum." Right. <laughs> right. Right. I, I I, let, let me be a practice squad. Let me be practice squad. I'll take four hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah. I'm like like a uh, boy on Friday. I sell a lot of court for fifty yeah. bucks. Uh, but I also wanted to mention Danny uh, brought it up. Clarissa Shields. She uh, she fought this past weekend. That was yeah. a pretty um, that you know that was a pretty standard uh, win for her. It was extraordinarily one sided. Uh, she won every single round on every card, and one of the judges even gave her a ten eight round, despite not knocking the other girl down, the other woman down. When you get a ten eight round and not knock somebody down, that means it was a complete beat down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That that's, that, that that don't happen a lot. It doesn't happen a lot. And a lot of times when that happens, when it, it doesn't happen even when it should happen, because usually the ref will just stop the fight. Just like, all right, all right, look, look, you, you're, <laughs> you're good. You're not coming back, <laughs> right? Uh, so yeah, yeah, very dominant performance. Uh, best uh, women's boxer out there, absolutely. Uh, and there's a lot of great fighters in women's boxing right now. Yeah, I said before, I think it's her and Alicia Baumgartner, the, the top two in, in women's boxing right now. Yeah. Uh, very, very entertaining fighters. If you haven't seen Alicia Baumgartner, <laughs> you gotta you gotta watch the highlight of her fight against uh, Terry Harper. She landed a hard straight right on Terry Harper. Harper came forward and then stopped and went back and said, "Nah, I'm done." Kind <laughs> 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 of turned her back and then the ref had to step in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amanda Serrano's another one. Uh, that's one yes. of my favorites. A uh, lot, lot of, lot of excellent women boxers out there, man. Uh, Women, women's boxing. I think this is this is probably the best I've ever seen it. All right, um, mm-hmm. but Clarissa Shields is, is too heavier. Is is too big to fight those other ones. Like she's she's much heavier, so you you won't see them fight. But um, yeah, they're I'm, talking about trying to get her to come down to one forty seven. Which I mean, that'll be that'll be very tough. She she fights at middleweight. She fights at one sixty. Yeah, so, I, I can't see uh, that. It'll have to be a very large check. Yeah. All right, uh, is it is it bonus time? It is now. It <laughs> is bonus time. You know, I forgot to put the the basketball background for the basketball segment. My bad, guys. Uh, uh, we're, we're still working on, it, but that's what it looks like there, Coach. That's our best. That's our basketball <laughs> segment. Got it. Yes, yes. All right, bonus time. We're going to spend a few minutes. Man, we still almost hit two hours. What is going on here? I thought we had the perfect formula to get us out of here in an hour. I told you we need a timer. 
we gotta tweak this. Yes. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I got you. Are you, you. Did you not notice the timer on the call in show? Yes. Yes. Okay. Go. All right. We're stealing something Sorry. else from Coach. Thanks. <laughs> um. All right. Look, we'll hang out here for a few minutes. Uh, leave your comments uh, in the chat, and we will uh, we'll, we'll chop it up with you guys for a little bit. Still, forty five people in here. Uh, hit that like button if you're new. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button, and a, and salute to to Job Bigby over there on Facebook, uh, hitting the like because we are streaming live on Facebook. But right. no more Twitch. No more Twitch. Somebody asked what was going on with Twitch earlier. Twitch. So Twitch always had a thing where, um, you know, they don't like you multi-streaming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they always want you to stream on their platform solely. But if you weren't in their partner program, basically, you know, uh, you share revenue, ad revenue, if you sign up for the partner program. Uh, if you're in a partner program, it had to be exclusive to them, Right. Uh, and then 24 hours after that, you can take that stream and put it wherever. But they want exclusive rights to that initial stream if they're going to share revenue with you. If you're not in the partner program, um, you can do what you want to do. So me and B aren't in the partner program. I mean, you know, we don't have that many followers over there. It's not like we're, we're, we're blowing up over there. But we're trying to grow. We, you know, we, we're, trying, we're trying to grow across multiple platforms. So we started up um, an account over there and started streaming over there to try to grow that out. But um, we weren't in the partner program. We never planned on being in the partner program because um, we were going to keep streaming across multiple platforms. But today they announced that uh, they're, they're squashing that too. It doesn't matter if you're in a partner program or not. They want you to only stream just on their account. So if we live stream there, here, Twitter, Facebook, wherever, then you know you get you know you get a ban or a strike or whatever they do over there. So we're just not going to stream on on Twitch anymore. Sorry guys, you might see old man gamers here and there. Uh, you know we'll we'll play a game or something like that. Um, but Twitch, I I, I don't know how much longer they're going to be able to sustain this uh, uh this this business model because right. all the big ones are, are are getting out the game now. Yeah, they can't even like if you have your own like advertising logo with something else. It can't be three percent of just the screen. It has to be less than three percent of the screen. Yeah, yeah. little simple stuff like that. They're just pushing people away. Yeah, yeah. And they're and they're they're. Uh, I mean, look, I'm, I'm getting to the business side of it. And a lot of you guys don't care, but uh, they didn't take care of the, their streamers. As I mean, you. I don't think YouTube does a good job, but they're worse than YouTube. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, uh, score update from Jeremy says eighteen sixteen Nuggets. Okay. Over. <laughs> Stop the count. <laughs> uh Will G said Twitch about to be punching air in a few months. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see here. Um Zoe says Jalen Brunson leader for FIBA. Is that the uh the basketball team? The uh the, the US basketball team? Uh FIBA's the International Basketball Association. So I'm not sure what he means, leader for FIBA. I, probably, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm guessing that that league he's talking about. Not sure. No, that's the whole association. Like, yeah, it's not that, like that. League. Like the NBA is FIBA. Like, oh, okay, got you, yeah. got you. I don't know. That's I'm not what sure. the, that's that's the the rules the Olympic go by. Hmm. <laughs> uh, he goes out. He says Wizards are expected to engage in a full rebuild. Does that mean every player is for sale or trade Beal to New York? Um, I think that, yeah, I think 
all their players are probably going to be for sale. I don't think that Beal ends up in New York. What are you comfortable with giving up for Bradley Beal? Because I, I would imagine the answer is Julius Randle, right? I know Knicks fans don't want to see that dude's face anymore, but they're not going to take Julius Randle back for Beal. You know what? Knicks fans say that at the end of the playoffs, but in the offseason and going back into the season, they reset their thinking on Julius Randle. Yeah. New Yorkers. New Yorkers. They are Knicks fans, right? Yes, yes. Knicks fans, they hate you and love you simultaneously, man. Like, they, <laughs> they live in two separate spaces at the same time. Okay, they hate that man, but they love that man. <laughs> well, that man got to go though, and, uh, and your head coach, mind you. <laughs> Who is their coach? Uh, what's his name? Thibodeau. T- oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tibbs. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Graven, I'm gonna bring this back up. He says, "Been watching since been watching since the Macy news. Can't be mad for him for choosing Miami." Um. And salute to Mikey. Mikey says, y'all thought I was done. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. Salute. Salute, Mikey. Yeah. You know, so they didn't put, I don't know if you caught that. They didn't put a dollar amount, you know, on what that deal could be worth. Right. Right. That, I mean, this. I'm I'm sure that deal is going to continue even when he's through playing. Yes. Right. Yes. That's why he took it over that, that set number from Saudi Arabia. And and Ferris reported what the final offer was from Saudi Arabia. If you didn't catch that, 1.6 billion dollars for 3 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um Apple said we could beat that. We're a trillion dollar company. That's 1.6. <laughs> what you talking? That's, that's that's nothing. That's nothing. Right. Come over here. Come to Miami. Um yeah, that's a major major deal for a player. So never let anybody tell you that these players aren't worth it, man. These players in the U.S. aren't, they're not making anything compared to these, these soccer players. And salute to all of them. Go get your money. All right. Um, I also wanted to bring up, uh, we didn't talk about it in the Ravens segment. Thanks for coming through, Agent. Hey, salute, uh, Agent E. Thanks for coming through, man. Uh, we didn't talk about uh, Zay Flowers. I mean, it's, it's, it's it could be minor. It could be something. We got to bring it up because John Harbaugh said it was nothing. And we know anytime John Harbaugh says something, it's the opposite. But Zay Flowers sustained an injury. And right after that, we signed um, Laquan Treadwell. So is it nothing? They expect him to be back at, at uh, mandatory uh, camp next week. Is it nothing? Or should we worry because John Harbaugh said not to worry. It's nothing. Uh, John Harbaugh doesn't give you a time frame when he lying. They said, <laughs> they said next week at the latest. Yeah. So, you know, I, yeah. I think it's nothing. I know, I know Ravens has got that PTSD though. I do. Right. <laughs> and then they, then he double downs on it and says that Treadwell is going to compete for a spot on the 53. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, technically they all are, right? So, I mean, I don't think I, I he guess, meant technically, though. <laughs> I think, I think it is nothing because this year, like I said, this year more than any other year, um, they have to win, right? I, I think there's no more excuses. All right, they ran out of ran out of credit, 
ran out of sick leave, whatever you want, whatever analogy you want to use, they're <laughs> out of it. Out of sick leave. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> I told I told B that's what that's what uh, LeBron told AD in the before the playoffs started. Said, "Hey, you know you out of sick leave, right?" <laughs> He's like, "What?" Yeah, you yeah you out dog. Like, you gotta show up. So that's 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 why he didn't he didn't miss any time during the playoffs. Um, yeah, this coaching staff is out of sick leave too. They're out of excuses. Uh, this whole this whole regime, this whole front office is is you know they're out of excuses. So if it really was an issue, if it really was an issue, they would have signed D Hop. Right, them not signing D Hop tells me it's not a big deal. Everything's fine. He may not even really be hurt. It might be one of those things where. <laughs> He was a little sore, and they're like, "We'll shut it down. We're not taking any chances, right?" So uh, I'm I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I don't think I don't think there's any problems. But still, they should sign D Hop. Zahul so says Obi Toppin and Emmanuel quickly if they want young players plus picks. I think they would take that for Bradley Beal. I mean, if they are yeah. if they are serious about actually rebuilding, which they haven't been in a couple decades, uh, but if they are serious about going into a full rebuild. Obi Toppin and Emmanuel quickly, uh, you know, I mean, plus whatever else to make those salaries match, is is a is a pretty nice uh, pretty nice offer for 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 Washington. I yeah. mean, they gave away Rui Hachimura for three second round picks and a point guard who never plays. So, so I mean, they they ain't exactly uh, shopping for the best deals out there. Yeah, hmm. yeah. All right, we want to get out here in the, in a couple of minutes, Coach. Let the people know where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Coach Evans Nine on YouTube at Sip the Tally Films, also at uh, what's that IG and TikTok at Sip the Tally Films, and you can also find me for the streets at More Sip the Tally. There you go. There you go. What's better than Sip the Tally? More Sip More the Tally. Sip the Tally. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, man, appreciate you coming on, Coach. Um, and we obviously we're gonna do more of this. Uh, we see you every Monday already, but we're gonna bring you on the show show more often. Appreciate um, it. Yeah, uh, B, you had anything before we get out of here? Daniel uh, says he gave a time frame on Lamar last year. That was definitely a lie. But he didn't give a specific time frame on Lamar. Though. He said, you know, a few weeks. What I mean is, like, they're saying specifically he'll be back on, you know, by this day. By, you know, he'll be back next week for sure. They were kind of wishy-washy on Lamar. They, they were trying to put some pressure on him to try and come back, you know, play hurt. And they were just like, oh, you know, uh, maybe this week, maybe later. Yeah, I, I still think Stephen Adams still hurt with that same injury. Yeah, yeah, he is. Mm, he is. Yeah, but they said, but Lamar's out there practicing. They say he, he's looking sharp out there. You know, um, yeah, Stephen Adams. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, of course, basketball it's a different sport. There's a lot more jumping around and stuff like that, so they might be more cautious with it. Uh, hey, Mr. Galloway, appreciate you, man. Thanks. What's Thanks up, for Dre? Through. Thank you. What's up, Dre? What's up, Dre? Yeah, I got you on the link. Don't worry. Um, yeah, but look, Coach also, uh, uh, Harbaugh also said that Lamar's coming back 200%. 200% sure. And Lamar's back, guys. Mm. Okay? <laughs> there it is. There we go. There we go. We can trust the Harbaugh again. All right, we're about to get out of here. We are going to go to the Overtime Show. If you want to be a part of the Overtime Show, go to patreon.com slash LVHT show. There were a lot of things that we wanted to talk about, uh, and we knew we weren't going to have a lot of time. So you want to go over to the Overtime Show, and uh, you don't want to miss it. You guys missed it last week where we talked about uh, the gang of orcas 
uh, led by uh, what's what's her name? White uh, White Gladys. White Gladys. Okay, the ringleader. That's that's a true story. That's a Don't true me. story. Okay, you you get caught you, in White Gladys territory. Today we're talking about Skip and Shannon <laughs> and their breakup. Tiger Woods, look, he's looking to skip. Tiger Woods is so sick, y'all. We're just talking about all all the money that Macy and and uh and uh Kareem is making. Um, talking about missing a bag. My man missed out on eight hundred million dollars. Okay. And maybe we'll talk about how uh just how quickly AI outsmarted humans and turned incredibly scary. Oh, uh, that story you tell me about uh yes, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, Skynet is is happening. I I just you know <laughs> I mean that know. that AI drone was like Ferris, they wanted the points. Right. However, it was gonna get <laughs> yes, yes, and and what's slowing what's what was slowing hit down? The humans. So yeah. let's get rid of the human. That's what that that's what that AI decided. Oh, you guys don't want to miss this. Patreon.com slash LBHT show. Do you have five dollars in your pocket? You do? Go ahead, sign up. All right. You're not you, you don't want to miss this. And um, you know, our Discord is always popping. So always, always. All right, coach. Appreciate you coming through. No problem. Thank you, coach. B, no are you ready? Very ready. He is ready. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We got under two hours. All right. We're making progress. All right. Uh, if you're listening to this on the audio, make sure you hit that five star review. All right. Uh, we can't do the point system. Uh, I got overruled on that. We can't really figure that out yet, but we're going to figure out something for the audio listeners. Okay. We're going to figure out something for you guys. Um, stay tuned for that. All right. But yes, leave that five star review. Much appreciated. Uh, all right. We are out of here. Have a great night, and we will see you next time. Peace. Peace, y'all.